Live from Queensland, Australia, it's... Speak away, bruv. A show where two brothers just shoot, shoot the, the breeze. breeze. My name's Bailey. And my name's Cooper. So let's speak away, y'all. Woohoo. Yeehaw. Dreams may come true. Well, at least we're hoping they do this week, audience. Welcome to another episode of Speak Away, bruv. Yeehaw! Yes, we've got more yeehaws. We were not having two this week. No two this... No, don't do it. I can see you're about to do one. Don't do it. That was a Valentine's Day special to prove that we love our listeners. We're not doing it twice as a regular thing. Don't do it. Can you hear him? He's... Wanting to do it. Anyway, listeners, welcome back to another episode of Speak Away, bruv. Today's episode uh, is another different exploration into a new format of doing this show. Cooper and I uh, were talking the other day and Cooper really wants to do a dream garage and dream cars. He really wants to do a conversation about that. I said, well, let's do a dream collection series. So let's do a series about our dream houses, our dream cars, our dream jobs. What other dreams can we have, Cooper? Dream vacation or vacation home. Oh, okay. You could vacation a, home. You could do a whole vacation dream series. Wow, okay. Well, that that can be our, you know, when the Americans series are having their two. summer... When the series Americans two. are having their summer, we can do a, a summer series. And also, can I just say, mm. please, if anyone wants to share their ideas for a dream house, please send them to us. Yes, please do. We'll have a little uh, question and answer section in the comment in the description of, of this podcast. It's a difficult thing to explain, but when you go into this episode, you can scroll down and you can actually find little question and answers things. Um, so the, the question this week will be what, what would be features of your dream home? Cause that's what Cooper and I are going to talk about this week. We're not going to do garage. We're going to do garage in a few weeks time, but today we're going to do dream home. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe we'll mention your dream houses as part of the top of the show in the next episode. Yes. If we get a few responses, um, in the next couple of weeks, we might mention them at a later date, but first everyone's Favourite segment. Top of the show to you. Top of the show to you, lad. Now, this week, Cooper, there was quite a big cinematic release. What was it? It was Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That is correct. It was uh, the newest entry into the MCU. Actually, the first entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 5. Oh, this is Phase 5, is it? We are now... In phase five. God, phase four was quite small. It was quite small in that it only lasted for what? Two, no, three years. But also you've got to think in that three years, there were a lot, a lot of projects. They were mainly TV shows. But yes, and that's my point, is TV shows, you know one season of a TV show is equivalent to at least three movies. Yeah, because originally it used to be Iron Man, Thor and Captain America. Exactly. And then obviously MCU got even bigger and they added Mm. in so many characters. Oh, and there also used to be Avengers movie at the end. But then they added in so many characters to where Phase Three, I think, was the start where it just got a little bit crazy and then Phase 4 added and then Phase 5 is now. Well, Phase 4 marks the first and possibly only time that there is not an Avengers movie to end a phase. Yeah, that is true. Was it just me that thought that after Endgame, Avengers was going to be finished? Like they weren't going to do another Avengers film? No, I definitely thought they were going to do more Avengers films. See, I thought it was just the fact that 
it was called Endgame and they killed off half the Avengers and it made me But also what what a lot of people don't kind of buy into because most people watch these movies without reading the comics and I can't profess to read the comics, I don't, but I'm aware of the comics and in the comics, I mean, all the time the Avengers team changes and people die and people come back to life and Tony Stark's died a million times in the comics and come back to life and... He had a mullet at one point because it was the 90s and they thought that was cool and now they think it's cool again and it's still not cool. It Mullets is not are cool. not cool. I mean. Anyway, slight divergence into talking yes, about mullets. Yes, can we go back to Ant-Man? Back to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So this one takes place at the beginning of Phase 5 as we've talked about and it continues on from one of the storylines and this isn't a spoiler, this was in the trailer. But basically the plot of this movie is that Ant-Man and his kind of family, so the Wasp and uh, his daughter and uh, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, who um, were the original Ant-Man and the Wasp, they get sucked into the quantum realm, which is where Janet was trapped for 30 years and where Scott was trapped for five years while uh, the events of the the snap were happening with Thanos. So going back into the quantum realm, they find, um, you know, everyone bar Janet who's been there for 30 years find out that there are all of these worlds and all of these people living in the quantum realm, including one person who we've seen before, but in a different form, Kang the Conqueror. Dun, dun, who appeared in a previous Marvel project. I won't say which one or under what name because he was technically a different character in that. Was he? Yes, in that project that he was in. I won't say it for the sake of people who aren't familiar, but this character called Kang the Conqueror uh, is the main villain of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um, Cooper, without going into, into spoiler territory, what did you think of this film? Um, I thought it was, uh, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched number two beforehand. Yep. And I've just, today actually, after watching it, gone back and watched one. Yep. When I came out of the movies, I said it's the best of all three. But now after seeing one again, I'm maybe rethinking that. See, and here's what I have already said to you, my thoughts on the film. I loved the film. I had a really fun time with the film. I thought it was Same. fun. Same. You know, it. I think that where it suffers, you know, it's got amazing visuals, amazing music, some really great character moments from all of these characters. But the problem is, is that great moments for a character is not a great character arc. And I think that a lot of the main characters, a lot of the the Ant-Man kind of continuing characters really struggle in their character arcs. And I think that, you know, particular a a few of the characters just don't get enough time because it's just under two hours long and you have five main characters from the Ant-Man family plus Kang, plus a few others... By the time you factor all of that in, you just don't have the time to do a really good Ant-Man story. Now, it's a really great story and it's a really great movie, I think. But I think where people are going to struggle with this one is that it's not necessarily a great Ant-Man movie. It doesn't really pay off a lot of the Ant-Man storyline aspects. It's kind of a very much a, a setup for the next stage of this Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I think some people are going to draw a bit of an issue with. Yeah, well, even Paul Rudd, I was watching an interview today and he almost kind of said that, but didn't say it in the same context that you're saying it in. Mm. He said that it's setting it up for the future films. Yeah, I just think that there are some character beats that don't get properly resolved and there's little things. But for me, I still really enjoyed it. I think that they have an amazing villain in Jonathan Majors Kang. He is just 
watching him on screen, he just has this presence about him that is so incredible. I'm going to come out and say it. He's better than Thanos. I I I love Thanos. Love Josh Brolin's Thanos, but I I would have to agree because he's so different. See, but I, also very the same. Yeah, see, I like Thanos because you know he's very would imposing. The, would the word humble be correct? I don't know if I'd go humble, but I understand what you're trying to say. Thanos is very grounded and believes that his mission is just and it's what needs to be done. You know who I who he reminds me of? Who? Wilson Fisk. He is quite similar to Wilson Fisk actually from from Daredevil. Both very big strong characters. Who think that what they're doing is the right thing. That's a very interesting comparison. I like that. I, I think that that's 100% correct. But I think what I like so much about Kang is he's, you know, got all these powers and stuff. He's so cool and, I don't know, there's just something to him. I think it's just, you know, Thanos... I think that with Thanos, because Thanos had his, um, the Black Order, which were those kind of four aliens who followed him around. And at one point he had Gamora and Nebula, who then joined the Guardians of the Galaxy. And he also has this whole army of Shatari and everything. It very much feels like Thanos is not, Thanos isn't always the one to get his hands dirty. Kang, it feels like, even though he's got henchmen and he's got these planes and stuff, because they don't have faces, because they're literally just glass bulbs, basically, they kind of just feel like extensions of him. And therefore, it really feels like everything that hap- like everything that he does, there is no point where someone can betray him like Gamora or Nebula did. Yeah. There is never an, a way that he can be undermined. And I think that's only reinforced by what we learn later in the film that we won't say here, but stick around for the post-credits. It's a Marvel movie. But if you're not sticking around for the post-credits, why the hell are you even there? Yeah. But I think the cool thing about how he's, you know, he can travel through time and all that. Mm. And, you know, obviously through the multiverse, it's just so cool. Yeah, I think that he, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to seeing where they go with this character. Oh, he'll be around for like so long. He'll probably go into multiple phases. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Phase six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. We're really looking forward. Well, maybe he'll be the end of Marvel. We don't know. Maybe. Well, before we get to the end of Marvel, but while we're talking about moving ahead in the future, Cooper, we both have dreams. We're dreamers. Attainable dreams. I not. think we're I think we're both about to prove that what we're about to talk about is not in the realm of attainable dreams. Absolutely. Uh so Cooper and I have both gone away after having a discussion earlier in the week, we've both gone away and we've both generated ideas for our dream house. Now, this is if we had unlimited funds or at the very least, if we were, you know, an Elon Musk or a Jeff Bezos, someone with billions of dollars. Yes. Imagine that Speak Away Bruv podcast has sold for $50 million dollars. Imagine you've just ja- won the jackpot for $400 million. Both at the same time? We've won the jackpot yes. and we've made a successful podcast? Well, it's dreams, so you know. Well, let's continue dreaming of our successful podcast and our listeners might be able to get us there one day. So, until then, we'll continue to talk about our dream homes as if they're dreams because they very much are. 
Now, Cooper, you're going to go first. You're going to talk uh, about your dream home. Uh-oh. I don't like the sound of this, but okay. You don't like the sound of talking about your dream home? I don't like the sound of going first. Well, guess what? You're going first. Okay. So, are we mentioning locations at all or not? Up to you. If your location, if the location of your house is part of the dream, then you probably should. If it, if it makes the house what it is, then I mention it. Correct. Okay, so my house is based in the Cotswolds of England. So, you know, like Chadlington, that area. Kind of where Jeremy Clarkson's farm is based. That's where I Who am. would have seen that one coming? Who would have? I mean, maybe not our listeners because they don't know you as well as we do, but... We haven't... We have to talk about that next week, actually. Yes. Clarkson's Farm. That's yeah, next week. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Clarkson's Farm next week. You and Mum will be further ahead through it then. I've finished the whole season. Oh. Well, show off, why don't you? Anyway, continue. Gladly. So, imagine you're driving up to your house in the Cotswolds on these beautiful roads in your dream car, which I'm not going to mention. You're going to have to stick around till the next couple of episodes. There's this brick wall and then there is a gate, an electric gate in the middle. You open it up and you drive down this gravel, very nice gravel driveway. You've now arrived at your dream home. You come up to this old how this old like almost 60s cottage style looking big house. Very vintage. You drive your car into your garage in your house. This garage is four cars. And we will come on to that later. But you walk in. You have a very big modern kitchen. The theme of this house is old looking on the outside, very new looking on the inside. Right. So you've got a vintage shell. And then on the inside, it's very kind of neoclassical, so modern with a bit of a classic twist. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, those resto mod cars that are like the old cars just with all that modern technology? Yes, which I love. I love those kind of cars. Yes, that's kind of what this house is. All right, copy that. So, big modern kitchen and the fridge and all of that. I don't know whether you've ever seen some of these, like, apartments and stuff. You don't see a fridge. You open up what you think would be a cupboard for food. And it is a fridge. The fridge blends into the cabinets. So does the freezer. You have two ovens. A microwave. A coffee maker built in. You have all these beautiful appliances. All these, you know cabinets you have a butler's pantry a big butler's pantry and that is the kitchen now moving into the living room now since we've done the planning for this episode i thought of something bailey okay one thing i didn't mention to you I'm going to have a car in my living room. Right. I mean, I, I probably should have seen that coming. This car, I will not reveal. It is going to be a very cool vintage type car, very famous, which you will find out in soon. But it is going to be right there, like a piece of artwork. And... You have a L-shaped couch with two lovely recliner chairs. And then you have your fireplace and then the TV above it. Okay. So that is the lounge room. 
Yep, I'm seeing it. I've I've got a picture of it in my mind. So far, this is almost like you kind of typical. Should you say middle class or upper class house? I mean, I'd probably say, given that you're, you know, out on what sounds like acreage in the Cotswolds, it's probably, you know, a, a little bit more, a little bit more upper, upper middle, well, which is basically upper class. Well, you know. we're going to get to the whole land situation, but, you know, that's the living room and the kitchen. Got it. Going into, now all of these rooms throughout the house have lots of glass, lots of big windows. Mm. Obviously all tinted for privacy. But offering a lot of natural light into the space. Yes. If this was very, very dreamy, I'd have the roof open up. Oh, a convertible house. I know. I've actually seen that in real life before. What a convertible house. Where the roof comes off, opens up. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I'm not a fan either. I like open plan. I like, as, as you'll see when we get to mine, I like open plan. I like being able to open up all these spaces and have access to the, to the world. But a, a, a convertible house. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Yeah, it sounds like a health and safety nightmare. Probably is. Moving on. We are going to have a dining room. Now, all surrounded by glass. Very nice and open. Natural. It is going to have a 12-seat dining table for when you have guests over, let's say. You know, you can never have too many chairs. I mean, sure. Okay. I mean, you can have too many chairs, but... I feel like if you have more chairs than there are floor space in your house, you have too many chairs. But I don't, so. I mean, 12 chairs shouldn't be taking up the entire room, so I think you're good. Yes, quite big. And I'm also going to have somewhere in this house a piano that plays itself. Oh, an automatic piano. The the height of the upper middle class. <laughs> yes, because I, I can't play a piano. Well, you... You loosely know how to play some things. We've both done piano lessons. Yes, I did piano But it's been lessons. many years. Yes, I'm a little rustic at it now. You're a little rustic or a little rusty? Both. Oh, okay. Combined. You've got a rustic, you know, way of playing, but you're rusty at that. Yes. So now, throughout this house, there is also, I should mention, there is going to be an elevator. Okay. What kind of elevator? A freight elevator? No. A, Why like, not? person elevator. A person elevator? An elevator that will take a few people up to the next floor. Okay. I'm not going to have a freight elevator. Why not? What am I going to be carrying up there? I don't know. What, am I going to put another house inside my house? I mean, if, if you have children and you need to get a dollhouse in there... <laughs> Carry that up the stairs, actually. No, that's a lie. <laughs> well, okay, so normal sized elevator. Got it. I'm, yes, I'm probably, picturing it. Probably what you'd find in some houses, some upper class houses, bit smaller than your average office building type elevator. Okay, so like a one or two person elevator. Probably four person, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Three or four person, and all glass. Oh. So you can see, like, the mechanics and all that. Right. Okay. Almost like that. Wh what they have at Taronga. Yep. Got it. So then, moving on, there is going to be two laundries. One upstairs, one downstairs. How many dirty clothes are you expecting? Well... How big is your family going to be? You know, 30 people? You need two industrial laundries to get through everybody's clothes? Not industrial, normal house laundry. And also, I've seen it and it is actually very useful because you can get more washing done. But why would you have two rooms that I shouldn't be questioning? But I'm just curious, why would you have two rooms rather than just more washing machines in one room? 
Because then also the whole point with one upstairs is you don't then have to carry so many clothes downstairs because there's bedrooms downstairs and upstairs. Right. So the bedrooms downstairs use the downstairs laundry. The bedrooms upstairs use the upstairs laundry. Okay. It's I just can see I can see the logic there. It's more convenient. And it's your dream home, so please continue. Yes, and obviously there'd be a balcony which you walk out on to put the clothes on the line upstairs. Okay, yep. And so then a uh, six bedroom, you know, a couple spare just in case. And all will be ensuited and have quite decent sized wardrobes. Oh, all will be ensuited. Well, look at you rolling in dough. Well, it's just convenient. And you get an ensuite. And you get an ensuite. And everybody gets ensuites. You beat me to it. What can I say? How dare you. Anyway, so that's that kind of layout. There's obviously going to be a power room as well. Yep. So a small bathroom. Yep. Just a toilet and a sink. And a sink, yep. Doesn't have to have a shower in it. Yep. Uh, Two studies, two or three studies. So offices. Yep. Yep. Study office, workspace area. Yep. Because, you know, sometimes you need to get work done when you come home. Yep. Terrible feeling. Um. Then, now we're getting into the good stuff. Cinema. Oh. Oh, yeah. Now, this cinema will probably have 12 seats as well. Okay. 12 reclining lounge chairs, which can also massage you. Okay, yep. Heated and ventilated, obviously. Of course. You know, a couple bean bags maybe at the bottom. Oh, lovely. You know, for the kids. For for the kids. You know, to play around on a beanbag. Yeah, while while the parents get a nice moustache. Moustache? Moustache. <laughs> I know, I did say it weird, but I did not mean moustache. <laughs> while, while the parents get a nice moustache, you know, there's going to be you were saying You were saying moustache ma- as you were getting a massage. That was no, like, no, no, no. Exactly. And then I wish we got massages in the studio. <laughs> I know, that'd be cool. Well, I've got my massage in bed that I'm sitting on right here. Oh, God. I <laughs> thought you, oh, you've you changed from a normal bed to a massage bed. It's <laughs> so confusing. Declan, how do we have the budget for him to keep changing beds? <laughs> I don't even have a chair. I'm still on a wooden stool and he's got 15 different beds every episode. Hey, be careful. I'll take the wooden stool off you. No, what will I do then? Sit on the floor. Oh, no. Or worse, stand up. <laughs> Not for an hour. <laughs> and that's just an hour of recording, like of time that the listeners hear. There's all the time that you go on chatting that I have to cut out. That is true. Anyway, you're going to cut this out probably. This probably. will make the bloopers episode. This will make a bloopers episode. But um, what were we talking about? Cinema. Yes, Pretty big size cinema and it will have not only Xbox, PlayStation and Nintendo. So all the games. All the gaming systems, yep. All the streaming services. Wow. So Disney Plus, you know, YouTube, all that. My gosh, your running costs are going to be insane. I know, right? And TV channels. Mm. So you can do everything in there. Including there is also going to be a bathroom attached to the cinema. Mm-hmm. And... A second smaller kitchen slash mini bar where you go before the movie to get your snacks, like your popcorn. Lovely. Your drinks, all that. Mm. And so, you know, if you want to have a drink, you can do that. If you're over 18. In this country, if you're over 21 in America. And there's also going to be in the cinema a... Starlight Roofline, like what you get in the Rolls Royce. Ooh, very nice. Yes, I know, right? So, that I guess concludes the first house. The first house? What? We were only allowed to do one house? No, I mean pool house. Oh, right, okay. (laughs) 
I thought you meant you had two houses. No, I just wanted to be more dramatic. I was going to say, but I have to do a house and we're already like <laughs> half an hour in. <laughs> I'm not going to get to talk about my house. Secretly, I've been talking for five hours about one bedroom. Yes, it was It was a long description of exactly what the master suite looked like and we've had to cut it down for time. Yes, I know. So, big modern pool, you know. Yep. Probably would have a... What s- shape? I don't know. Come I, on. I'm not an expert of pool shapes. Okay. <laughs> Do you know shapes? Cause I know. Octagon or something? I An don't octagon? <laughs> I don't know. Are there going to be fights in your pool <laughs> like the like the UFC octagon? I don't know. People are going to jump in and try and drown each other. Uh, an uppercase I maybe? An uppercase I. Is that just a straight line? That's I don't just, know. That's just a lap pool with a hot tub at the end of it. <laughs> I would have Oh, no, a- wait, an uppercase I. That's a strange one. You've got like... Two little like squares at one end and then a lap pool. I actually would have a hot tub on the end of it. Right. Would you have it like infinity pool where you it the float hot tub over. is yeah. 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 And then uh probably a slide and an area to jump off, you know. Yeah. Typical. Typical. Jumping jumping space. Jump deck. Jumping is bad. We do not encourage it, especially off bridges. <laughs> <laughs> This PSA has been brought to you by the Speak Away Bruv podcast. Don't jump off bridges. <laughs> well, it's true. Don't, don't, don't jump off bridges. Th- he's got a very good point. People, don't jump off bridges. And we're not going to mention it because if mum can hear us, she'll go on a 50-minute rant about why you shouldn't jump off a bridge. So Yeah, and we don't want that. So <laughs> just, just don't jump off bridges or else we'll tell our mum. We'll tell our mum and she'll come and tell you off for jumping off a bridge. You don't want that. She's an undercover police officer. <laughs> oh no, she's not even really our mum. She's a she's a copper. Yes, and she's then, a Rosa. And then Declan's the lawyer. Yes, Declan is our he's legal. He's the district attorney. Our legal counsel, and he's saying that we've talked too much about bridges and drowning people. That we need to move on. <laughs> we never talked about drowning people. I did when you said that the pool was an octagon shape and that people <laughs> would be UFC fighting and trying to drown each other. In oh, there. I didn't even listen to that. Oh God, I'm glad that you're paying attention. I've been paying <laughs> attention through this whole five hours of you talking about your dream house. You can't even pay attention when I but, ask um, you one question about a goddamn pool shape. Pool. Um, house would have, you know, obviously that you probably, would you put a sun lounge next to the pool? Uh, if you're in a sunny climate, yes. And then also I did come up with this. I mean, you're in the Cotswold, so maybe not. Yeah, probably not. And then I, I've seen this before, a floating bar. Oh, a floating bar. And you know, what's really cool about the floating bar. Hmm. Off the structure comes down a cinema screen. Oh. You know what's really cool about the floating bar? What? Because you're not 18 yet. It's not alcohol. It's coffee. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> I know you would. But, um, you know, cinema screen that comes down. Very good. And Pool House would have a steam shower. Uh-huh. A sauna. Lovely. A salt room. Oh, a salt room. What kind of salt room? I don't know. Himalayan salt room. Oh, okay. Declan's really excited in the background. Declan loves salt. Like table salt. And he's very salty about it. There you go. Okay. And um, there's also going to be a gym in there. Lovely. A professional style gym with... Mirrors all around and some TVs. Right. So it's kind of like this pool house is kind of like a wellness center. It is a wellness center. It's like a spa. Lovely. And when you walk out of the, you come from the living room, Mm -hmm. there is a, it's almost like indoor, outdoor. You know, it's got those screens that come down. Yep. And it's like a outdoor, indoor lounge. Yeah, fireplace yeah. I, I get what you mean. TV. Yeah, that'd be good. Beautiful. And then 
The third house slash. The third house? <laughs> I haven't even talked about my one house yet. You're on your third. <laughs> no one cares. Ouch. Maybe I should my add My feelings. Maybe I should add a fourth house. <laughs> no, don't do that. By the way, they'd probably be like a safe slash vault in the basement, you know. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you hiding? What what ill-gotten gains have gotten you all your money? I'm hiding my $10 million cash. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, we've got to do a heist. We've got to steal Cooper's money. It's our next episode, how to steal Cooper's money from his vault in his dream house. Grab the Ant-Man suit. There we go. That's We're tying it right back up to the start. I know, right? And so imagine you drive, you go past the front of the house. Mm. So going back to garage, the original garage, the four-car garage was for your dailies. Mm. You drive up to this building. There's an archway. Okay. You drive through the archway and all around there's all these bricks. It almost looks like an old-fashioned castle. Uh-huh. And then all around, there are these wooden garage doors. Okay. Where you can put your special cars, like your classic cars, your supercars, your hypercars. Right. Your motorbikes. And they're in stone rooms behind wooden doors? They're kind of like old-fashioned garages. Right, okay. And then probably a few of them would have tools so you can, like, do maintenance and stuff. Okay. And. Yeehaw! Why are you whispering in the ears of Declan Westlake? Oh, no. Oh, Declan, where'd you come from? Uh oh. He's back. Um, all right. Very good dream home. Well, dream three homes. Gosh, I need to add some expansions to my home. Maybe I'll put a granny flat in there next time. In saying that my home is, I mean, my home is condensed into one building. Yeah. But it is quite the building. Yes, I know. And my home's probably on like a farm or something. Your home is on a farm. My home, as you drive up the tarmac road. It's a boathouse. It's not a boathouse. As you drive up the tarmac road, winding up the hills from the street, you immediately see Cooper sleeping in a bed. <laughs> Travel slightly further past that strange sight of a 14-year-old boy in a bed by the side of the road. I've left him there. He's not welcome in my home. You know what's actually ironic? What? I have the exact same figure but you outside my house. Well, but I'm not there. I'm doing important things. <laughs> you, you don't have anything to do. Well, sit in my gym, obviously. Right. Working out 24-7. Totally. Getting shredded. So, you see the house as you come up the tarmac road. So. Question. What? You said winding up a hill. Where is this? I'll Where come back to that. Okay. So the first thing that you see is a cylindrical building made of vertically placed oak logs, dark oak logs specifically. So it's a it's a wide cylindrical building. Cylindrical building. Stop <laughs> judging me for my speech impediment. Stop it. There are mustaches and cylindrical. That's what this episode is. So. There are three levels of that building, including a terrace up the top, which is reached from a set of balcony stairs beginning on the second floor. There are large glass windows all around that building, and you see there are two glass corridors on each of the two floors, not on the roof, but there are two glass corridors that lead into a square building at the back of the cylindrical building. So as you drive up, you reach a fork in the road where you can either turn right and go to the cylindrical building known as the tower. Or you can go round to the left and go to the 
square building, which is called the blocks. Let's go to the tower first. The tower, as you park up and walk in through the main oak doors, you come in under the main stairs that lead you up to the second floor. And it's a large, in its kind of basic form, it's a large empty space with these uh, kind of uh, sections of the wall where they're above and below the glass windows. There are these sections in the wall where you have uh, LED lights reflecting up off the roof and off the walls and the, the windows. And you have speakers kind of inlaid into the upper and lower parts of the room. Now, it's basically what this is, is like it's a function space on the first floor of this building. So you can invite people over and what you can either do is you can bring furniture into the room if you have something specific in mind, but what's already in the room is at particular points in the room, you can pull off these little caps and they're just these little circular caps and they reveal anchor points. Utilizing cabling in the grid system above, you can pull down cables, hook them up to these cap, hook them up to these anchor points, and raise sections of the floor up towards the ceiling. Those sections of the floor have chandeliers underneath them. So you raise these chandeliers out of the floor, and in the floor where the chandeliers were, are these little sunken conversation spaces. Have you ever seen these? You lost me, as you said, coming up the hill to the cylinder and the square, honestly. This right. is very confusing. What are you talking about, those sunken floors? So they're basically like sofas, but they're, you know, like at how your old school, how they used to have those like round circular, um, like semicircular or full circular um, sofas. You almost like walk down into it. That's exactly what this is. You walk down into it and there's like a coffee table in the middle and there's seating all around. And TV? Like, I'll get to that. But you have a few of these little spaces that are sunken in um, from ground level and what you get when they're sunken in is you get a acoustic environment where you're kind of separated from the rest of the room. You can still obviously hear all the ambient noise around you, but it gives you a slightly more intimate acoustic environment. So are we still in the cylinder tower or are we in the... We're square? in the cylinder tower. Okay. What is so difficult about this? I don't know. This seems like it's very futuristic. Well, guess what? I'm a man of the future. This sounds like something Tony Stark would build. So, uh, Elon Musk. a few other notes. The LED lights can either be uh, warm, cool, or they can be multicolored. And they what? Can, there can be patterns that run warm, around the room. Warm, cool, or multicolored. I'd so, never heard of that. So, warm light is um, like tungsten bulbs. Like that? Uh, the lights in this room are cool light. Because they're um, letting off something in the realm. Like, they're a bit closer to daylight. They're like 5,500 Kelvin. Um, tungsten is like 2,000, roughly. So it's very bright. No, tungsten is a lot... Uh, is a lot... Is not as bright. Because okay. it's got more orange in it. Oh, is it almost like when you dim the lights, kind of? Kind of, loosely. But anyway, so that more has to do with luminosity rather than like Kelvin, which is color temperature. Anyway, and then there's not the, the point. changing color lights. Yes, so changing See, that's color lights. What my lights would be including the starlight headliner. Yes, and what you get in the roof of this is you have a cinema screen that can roll down. Off a central um, audiovisual system for the whole house, so you can control the whole house from one hub, which is in another part of the house. So, 
Then you go up the stairs from this function space and you have another large kind of freeform space that can either be used as an extension of the below area because it's got another drop-down screen. It's got more LED lights. It's got more speakers. More, more sitting area? No. Oh. Because what this room would usually be used for is it would usually be used as a gym. So what, it's got gym equipment in it? Yeah. And then... Has it got mirrors? Uh, it's got frosted... Uh, it's got like a switch on the wall where you can frost the glass, which makes everything kind of like mirrors. Yeah, see, when you explain this, what would the finish of the outside of the house be again? Dark oak. See, in my mind, when I look at this house, it seems very futuristic and I see like a glass house almost. No. I know that it's not. But There's a lot of glass, but it's dark oak. I'm seeing, it's almost like a Minecraft house. You've built a Minecraft house. No, I haven't built a Minecraft house because it's all circles in this first building and there are no circles in Minecraft. Are they? No. Well, you could mod them to be circles. Why would you mod them to be circles? I don't know. To make then it a would circular just be ro- building? Then it would be Roblox and no one wants that. <laughs> anyway, but you then, there's a balcony on the second floor which provides um, airflow when it's a gym. It also provides access upstairs to the rooftop terrace where you've got like a table and you've got a little garden area and you can sit up there under like a canopy and have a meal. Yeah, I forgot to add that, but I would have probably something similar. Well, now you're copying. No, seriously, I would... It wouldn't be that big. It'd be like a small thing on yeah. the roofs. So and I would have a trampoline. So then the other point of entry to the terrace is where we're going to go next to go downstairs. And that is in the, uh, it's an elevator with a glass backing that goes down over the central garden, which you can see from the cylinder because there's, you know, right the way around there's glass. And so... On the opposite side to the entry of the tower, there is this garden. And the garden is very tropical jungle. It's very Queensland because that's where this house is. It's in Queensland. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. Is it in is it on like Mount Tambourine or something? Probably not. Uh I mean, ideally it would be somewhere more like the Whit Sundays, but where? Like near Hamilton Island, like Airlie Beach kind of area. Isn't that North Queensland? Technically, no. Where is it again? It's more like Central Queensland. Oh not yeah. not Central Central. It's uh, <laughs> the Central East Coast. Declan's rolling his eyes. All right, Declan, I'll keep going. So this garden, <laughs> this garden, uh has this kind of very tropical air and there's speakers, you know, around the perimeter of the garden that can pump in ambient noise. So you can get some jungle noise. You could get some forest noise. You know, you can get this kind of ambient experience. Uh, You also, in the center of it, have the pool, which uh, is basically a... An octagon. No, it's <laughs> it's basically like an oasis or a pond. It's kind of this big, um, like kind of loose circular shape with a small sand beach. And um, yeah, you can kind of dive in and swim around in there and it kind of feels like you're in a natural water system. So then we go from there in the central garden area where on either side there are these um, like glass windowed walkways that lead you from the tower into the blocks, which is kind of the main house. So on the ground floor of the blocks, you have the kitchen, family dining and butler's pantry. The butler's pantry is quite considerably large because it back, it is positioned so that you can go straight from the butler's pantry into the bottom floor of the blocks so that yeah. you can have catering. You know what I see here? 
What? As soon as you said blocks, I just thought of something. What? I see, now I don't know if you've ever seen this, the James May Lego house. Vaguely. I see that. I saw it many years ago. It's not made out of Lego. I know that, but I see it. Okay. That's what it's evoking for you. So you've got, you know, a family dining area. You've got uh, a small, like, external kitchen where there's a fridge and there's, you know, a microwave and a coffee machine and all that kind of thing. Coffee machine is only a proviso of someone else in my family wants it because I do not drink coffee and I don't believe in it. Because you are insane. No, because I'm not a caffeine addict, unlike you. I'm not a caffeine addict. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You go you go into withdrawals when you don't have your daily coffee. I only rely on two cups of coffee a day. Sorry, not two. One million cups of coffee a day. Anyway, coffee will be the death of our society. That's just my thought. You don't um, even... Drink tea. Like, what is wrong with you? Correct. I drink chai. It's calming. Yes, I agree. But you have to drink tea or coffee as well. You can't just drink chai. I disagree. Anyway, there's then a living area with a bit of a, um, like, with just a couch and TV. And then there's the cinema, which takes up kind of a, a large section of the ground floor. You know, it's got a little lobby area similar to yours with a, you know, popcorn machine and candy and a bar for some beverages. Yes. I don't know whether yours has this though. Mm. You can actually cook proper food there. Almost like it's a gold class cinema. I mean, mine's right next to the kitchen. So, I mean, I guess. Yeah, you probably could cook, you know, decent meal. But on the right next to the door of the cinema, you have like a little now showing window that shows you what's playing in the cinema right now. So say, say. you know, I'm in the cinema watching Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania because I want to revisit, you know, Marvel Phase 8's happening and I need to go back and remind myself what happened in the start of Phase 5. You know, if if you, for example, came over, you would walk up to the door and you would see this sign that shows what's playing one thing though do you have on your way in a red carpet obviously oh yeah uh Uh, similar thing in the roof the star lights we both love that we both love that kind of star look on the top we're gonna get that in our new house definitely yeah and what i'm gonna have that um most cinemas don't even have is the ability to turn off every light in the space so oh, that, that would be cool. I know, so I that might there's have to not do that as well. there's not all of this light bleed from all of these little tally lights that they have up in the cinemas. Yeah, which I understand they have to have some of them for fire safety, but they put like in gold class they have the one that's on like the chair. I'm digre- I'm digressing. I need to what, keep like? going. I'll oh, get yeah, too I frustrated know. about this. It's another conversation. So that's the cinema and. Next to the cinema, you have the multimedia hub, which is where you can, you know, access all of the multimedia information for what's happening in the house. You can put on a playlist that runs throughout every speaker in the whole house. You can put on a show that plays in the cinema and plays over in the tower, all these kind of things. You kind of can centralize all of your entertainment so that you know, if you've got people over for the Super Bowl or the State of Origin or another big sporting game or over for a movie or whatever, you can play it across all screens, regardless of how many people you have on site. Quickly going through the upstairs of the blocks, you've got a wellness center. So you've got spa, steam shower, plunge pool, and you've got a full guest suite. So it's basically like a mini apartment, you know, like a one bedroom apartment. Almost like a granny flat. Basically. What do you mean plunge pool? Uh, it's like a, a cold pool. It's like what you go in after you go in the sauna. You go in the sauna and then you go in the plunge pool. And Almost like an ice pool. It's an ice bath, but you don't want to go straight from a sauna into an ice bath because it's too much of a change in temperature. You'll get sick. So you go from a sauna into a plunge pool, which is more... 
it's just colder than room temperature usually. You keep saying things and now I want to add them to my house. Stop it. That's because I am amazing. I didn't have that much time to plan. Yet you've been planning for longer than me. I've only been looking at this the last three days. That's I've only been looking the past. But few I've also hours. been watching Architectural Digest videos for the last How? three years. <laughs> I've been watching them for the last three years. I've learned a lot about what to put in houses to make them worth a lot of money. So then, in a corner of the living area, there's a set of stairs, and they go down. Because guess dun, what? Dun, God, that was loud. Because guess what? All of the actual bedrooms for the main occupants of the house are located underground. I don't even want to question it. So in the, uh, so downstairs you have the garage cause the road that leads around the side of the blocks takes you underground through a ra- like down a ramp. You go up the mountain and then you go into the mountain. Exactly. And then you park in the mountain. Into the hall of the mountain king. Part of um, your house is inside a mountain. Yes, I know. That's how I want to live. That's, that's where your third house is. Correct. In the mountain. Yeah. So um, you've got basically the underground area is kind of a big circle. So you've got the, the garage at one end of the circle. Then you've got, you know, kids' bedrooms um, kind of on either side. And then on the other side of the circle in the middle, you have the master bedroom, which... Um, I don't really need to talk about all of the features of that because it's basically just, you know, a king bed. You know, there are two features though I want to talk about. One is in the master bathroom and it's a massive rain shower because I love, love, love my I've rain got showers. The same thing. I, just I haven't got one, but I want one more than it's I think. It's in the most dream things. house, yeah. It's in the dream house. But this one's like massive. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean. And better than that... Is it like one of those showers where you walk in at one end and then you can, like, walk through it? Well, what it is, is it's in the... Rather than putting it at the corner of the room, it's in the centre of the room. And it's actually... You walk down into it because it's also the hot tub bath. And how you fill it... You can fill it from below. Like, there's a tap where you can fill it. But... You can also fill it by just putting the plug in and having it rain. How how do you do this to me? This is like, I want to change my new dream house so much. What can I say? I have great ideas. You had the upper advantage. Here's my next, here's my next and final great idea. Is that in the master bedroom, you have... A 100-inch TV. No. The master bedroom is positioned such that uh, so you walk into it from basically it's situated right under the the tower, like it's it's under the tower. So what you have is it's right next to the garden in the center of the building, which means it's right next to the pool. And it's got a window that looks out into the water. Oh, I'm so doing that. So you you have the the bed in like the middle. And then behind you, you have uh, directly behind the bed, you have the master bathroom. And then on either side, you have his and hers wardrobes. Yeah. And then looking like literally you're lying in bed and you can have a cinema screen again that falls down for your TV. But if you're just like lying there in bed, you're looking out and there's this body of water with natural light coming down from above. Tell me I'm not a genius. I would say if you kind of put the best hits of both of our houses together, Mm. it'd be one hell of a house. It would be one hell of a house. I mean... It would be one hell of a houses because, I mean, you had three houses, so they'd somehow they be They weren't in three houses. They were three buildings. Right. Only one of them you could live in, I think. Fair. But you know what's ironic about that window thing? Yeah. One, 
So we're not on water, but we're near water. Yeah. And there's a house across there that has a window from the basement into the pool. Yeah. And also, there's this house that I saw in LA. It's got this garage, quite a big mm. underground garage. And in the basement, you can drive into like the living area with the bar and there's a bedroom down there. And then there's the window into the pool. Yeah. I think the window into the pool is a really cool idea. I'm actually, I've seen on YouTube, someone's building a garage under the pool. So can I tell you, I, I this is technically not in my dream house, but it's something that I desperately want to figure out. What I really want is for in the pool there to be a way to get into a moon pool. So a moon pool is like uh, they use it in like uh, submarines and underwater structures where it's basically a pool of water that you dive into and you go into like the ocean or in this case, the pool. So I want you to be able to dive into the pool, go down and then up into this moon pool and be in like the kids playroom. So the kids can like kind of go to their friends. They so can be like, we're going to go to the, to our secret playroom and they so can dive into the like water and come up into go, this moon you pool. You go down mm. Then you go, you almost find this entrance and then you swim forward and then up. Basically just you almost swim like up. Almost like that. What? Oh, really? Yeah. What do you mean you swim up? Because wouldn't you just go back to the surface? Well, yeah, you're right. You'd swim forward towards that entrance and then up into it. It's almost like the, what's that story that we heard on the Mr... Mr. Ballin podcast. Yeah, where he went down and there's this arch like 130 feet down and you swim through it. D different. But similar kind I of. I get what you're saying, but, but what I'm talking about is different. And then what, you can climb out of the pool and there's like a little playroom area? Yeah, there's like a little area to dry yourself off and then you go out into the playroom. Sick. You know, I just, I, I like cool things. So do I. But I also like to kind of keep a more minimalistic look. I mean, I get that, but also cool things. Cool things and I counter I counter look. your minimalistic thing. Because, I mean, mine's minimalistic, but I mean, cool things. You've got a cylinder and a brick. I don't think that's very minimalistic. I mean, it's a cylinder and a brick. I've not got some, like, palatial mansion, like, Hampton-style thing. Yeah, totally. Anyway, with that... Is there anything else? Well, that's our dream houses. Is there anything else? I don't know. I was expecting a very heavily guarded safe in yours, so... No, I don't want people trying to break into my house to steal my money. So I won't be telling them where the safe is located. The garage. The bottom of the pool. Oh, you go into the children's playroom. You've got to swim to the bottom of the pool and you'll probably drown. And then you'll Best way to save your money. And then you'll fall into the void. Correct. Well, lovely listeners, thank you very much to listening to another episode of Speak Away, bruv. Yes, and whose turn is it to do the voice this week? Oh, that's a great question. Whose turn is it? I think, I think it's mine. Yeah. I think you've got to give me a voice. Uh-oh. What are we going to get? Mm. Any thoughts, Declan? Declan, what do you think? I would like to listen to the Germans. Why are we whispering? Well, I didn't just whisper. The German. Oh, no. The the last German I accent I did turned into like full Madagascar, like Julian. I like to move it, move it. <laughs> Mort, don't do this to me, Mort. <laughs> so I don't I don't know how this is gonna go. German, German, no, German. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen, Augustus Group.
Stuttgart, Porsche. Audi. Boring. Hello, my friends. I am Sausages. Stop being racist towards Germany. I'm not. I don't know why I'm talking like this, but it is. I'm doing Mort. Can I do Mort from Madagascar? No. German. But I want to do Mort from Madagascar. That's next. King Julian. That would be the next one. German. Well, dear listeners, danke for listening to... Mm, coming a bit weird there. Danke for listening to today's episode. We thank you for your viewership and we wish you a lovely evening. Auf Wiedersehen! Auf Wiedersehen! Yeehaw! And now the end is near And so we face the final shoutouts Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, everybody. We are just getting started, so we'd really appreciate if you could follow the podcast so that you can hear our future episodes as they release. And if you can rate or leave a review, that would be amazing. We're going to try and post an episode every week. Uh, We'll see how we go with that one as we're starting up. If you want to follow us for updates and any funny musings on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Podcast. If you want to get in contact with us to tell us about your opinion on something we've discussed in today's episode or request a future topic of conversation, you can either DM us on Instagram or email us. Our email is speakawaybruvpodcast at hotmail.com. We want to hear you speak away, bruvs. Talk at you soon, listeners.